Unity Water is proud to sponsor this podcast series because we believe great news, great solutions and great outcomes deserve to be shared. See what we're all about at unitywater.com. You're listening to the Australian Water Association's podcast series. This is Hazel Flynn and I'm with Cassandra Hogan, National Sector Lead, Power and Utilities for KPMG. Thanks for joining us, Cassandra. That's right. Now, you've said that as populations grow and urban sprawl increases, the challenge for the water industry in Australia is not just to meet, but actually to exceed customers' ever-increasing expectations. That's quite a change from the historical picture of customers who didn't think twice about their water provider until there was a problem, isn't it? Definitely. I think what we're seeing, though, is that expectations for consumers are changing across all of their interactions with providers and water is no different. So as consumers are expecting to be able to interact with their providers when they want to, in a means that they want to, they don't ring fence water to be any different from that. It's now what customers are expecting. Uh, with uh, digital innovation and new technologies, everything is more accessible and that also applies in the water sector. But there is a difference with water, which is that customers can't churn in the way they do for telcos or for electricity providers. It's a monopoly provider. They can't take their business elsewhere. So, you know, in blunt terms, why does the customer expectation matter? So the customer expectation matters for the water utilities because it is a product and service that customers interact with every, every day. They interact in multiple ways, multiple locations with a really important um, resource, a really important product. And I believe that, and what we're seeing globally, is that consumers' awareness of resources, so not just energy, but also water, and their expectations of their providers to be really listening to what consumers want and how they want to interact, uh, as opposed to do they want to churn, is a relevant point for water utilities to consider. And then the key focus becomes moving from an asset-centred operation to one that puts the customer at the heart of the operation. What does that actually look like in practice? What does a water utility that does that look like? I think one of the first steps is water utilities need to genuinely understand the needs of their customers. And that's going to be different whether you're in a regional area or a metropolitan area. It's going to differ from different states based on um, water scarcity perhaps or some of the issues around flooding. So every geography, every terrain is different. So understanding what the customer needs and expectations are within your own catchment region is going to be one of the first points. That then needs to translate to the way in which you interact with your customers. So understanding the different touch points customers have with your business, and you, you often hear the term journey mapping uh, as a way in which uh, businesses map out those customer interactions. But understanding the points at which customers interact with you as an organisation and what their specific needs are and preferences at those different points is a key part of what water businesses can do to be more customer centric. I think another component though is linking from the strategy right through to your frontline operations. It's not just the call centre's responsibility to respond to inbound calls. calls. In, in water businesses, you have uh, field crew uh, out in the streets, in the suburbs, uh, repairing uh, water main damage or uh, flooding, etc., or water outages. And that customer interaction and experience there in terms of when's my supply going to be back on, um, why are you digging up my street, 
all of those sorts of things really go to the heart of what an organisation needs to be thinking about to be really customer oriented. And that really is a big shift. It's a big mental shift, isn't it? I agree it's a big shift. I've often said or thought that water utilities have been somewhat of a silent brand to consumers because of the point you make that largely our water supply is there when people want it. Interruptions is actually quite small when you compare to the energy sector where there are more outages and reliability challenges. So what that means though is when it does go wrong, that single customer interaction that that customer has, uh, the Harvard Business Review um, reports that it takes 12 positive experiences to uh, counteract one negative experience. So whilst it may not happen that often in the water sector, when there is a challenge, the way in which you respond is going to be absolutely paramount to holding your brand in good stead with the customers uh, and ensuring that you do deliver on your customer promise. Well, in the old way of doing things, the asset-focused way, if I turn my tap on and there's no water, I ring up and I get, at very best, a neutral exchange. I report the problem and they take the note and I don't get any sense of when it will be fixed or anything like that. I just hope it will be. But in the new customer-centred way of doing things, you describe a hypothetical situation where a parent of young children is stuck at home on a sweltering day and the water goes out. So describe the interaction they then have when they ring up to report that fault. Well, the first thing I would say is ideally, uh, if that was a planned outage, the customers will have been notified before the event even, even happens. And they will have had an opportunity to understand what time period the water is not going to be available. So they can um, plan around that, which might mean, you know, pre-boiling some boiling water to use later, um, etc. Uh, but in, in the case where it's a reactive um, situation where uh, something unexpected has happened to cause that water supply, it's about demonstrating empathy. So when that customer first rings, especially if the organisation isn't yet aware there's a problem, it's about the empathy that that operator demonstrates in terms of really understanding um, the I guess the frustration or disappointment that the customer might be expressing, or if it's a particularly hot day, how that may be impacting uh, the children of that family. And then it's the clarity of being able to confidently respond to the customer about when will that issue be resolved and then delivering on that promise. So what we know today is through the investments that many of the water utilities are making around um, data and analytics, the ability to be able to identify and respond to and send out SMS alerts and a whole range of things much more quickly in real time is making a difference in those customer interactions. And that kind of empathic response that you describe, it's very important to get that right, isn't it? Because I, I think it's generally true that people would rather have a neutral um, interaction than have one that feels fake. If, if they feel that people are just going through the motions, then that is almost worse than not doing anything at all. Totally agree. And, and that's why it's really important when organisations are embarking on this customer centricity journey, that they're not only aligning the customer experience, but bringing their employees on that experience. Because if there is an employee culture, which is very customer oriented, and each individual employee really genuinely believes and understands the role they play to deliver customer outcomes, then I believe that those responses will be genuine and they will be authentic. Because really, every employee is also a customer at other points in their lives. 
Absolutely correct. I think, uh, you know, and genuinely I believe that uh, employees want to do the right thing. And so it's really hooking into understanding uh, what the organisation's customer uh, proposition is and then how does that translate through the employee experience as well. So connecting up, um, you know, we talk about voice of the customer, that from both our customer end customer and employee perspective is a really important conversation for the boardroom to be having. Absolutely. Who's getting this right elsewhere in the world? Well in a 2017 uh, Numwood uh, KPMG report, uh, a global report that we run, we found a utility, Southern Company, move into the top 10 of customer um, or oriented organisations out of those surveyed. And the key driver for that organisation moving into the top 10 was their demonstration of empathy. And the Southern Company was up there with Amazon and Disney. So brands that we all intuitively would recognise as being very customer oriented. Uh, so that's one example of, a, of an organisation that we've seen make big strides around their customer strategy in the area of empathy and showing that for customers and for their employees. And there are tangible benefits, aren't there, for organisations that get it right? Yes, there are. Not, not only in terms of what your customers say about you, but how proud you are to work for an organisation that's genuinely committed uh, to doing the right thing by customers and in the community. And presumably that leads organically to a greater efficiency within the organisation. It has a whole lot of kind of self-sustaining benefits, I would say. That's, that's correct. The way in which organisations deploy this shift from being more asset oriented to being customer centric enables them to drive greater efficiencies in their business as well. And so that whole balance between um, making the right level of investment and extracting value along with the customer and employee journey, all of those things working together will, will give organisations a really positive outcome. So change is good change is good. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's been uh, Cassandra Hogan, National Sector Lead for Power and Utilities with KPMG and thank you for listening.